0: But that inner voice, if you feel stuck, is do you say more of I can versus I can't? Because that will probably give you an idea of, wow, maybe my inner world is so confined because I never even allow myself the space to say what's even possible. If I believe I can do this, then I'm going to start asking different questions of then how can I do
1: Ladies, This is the Dear Midlife Podcast, unapologetic girl talk that will help you remember who you are and figure out who in the hell you want to become. I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, single mom, and an extrovert to a fault.
2: And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild haired woman full of sass, sparkle, and a heavy dose of black girl magic.
1: So grab a glass and let's dive into the messy middle if you've ever been to new orleans today's guest has a name you won't forget beignet pronounced just like that sweet treat from the south not only does he have a name that resembles a sweet pastry but in today's episode he lays on us some seriously sweet wisdom and girl let me tell you we were eating up every freaking word Ben is this amazing business and transformation coach, and he, as he says, is in his third chapter of life. He began in real estate, then became an investment officer, investing over $1 billion for a private family of restaurateurs, where he gained tremendous insights into how a business is run and how to accumulate and invest wealth. And now, He's taking these years of business and entrepreneurial wisdom and sharing that with his clients and with us today. So good. So good. And he uses his experience in business coaching and spiritual journey to empower heart-centered entrepreneurs on how to gain clarity on their true north and thrive in life. Ladies, this is something that Trinity and I keep focusing in on, is getting more in alignment with who you are at your core. And if you are out there feeling stuck, Ben helps to live into a space of expansion where literally the possibilities are limitless. Ben launched his Boom Vision podcast in 2021, which is a show about health, wealth, and the higher self. Love that. It has such a good ring to it. And for anyone with a burning desire to live an enriching life physically, mentally, and spiritually, Ben and his guests share valuable perspectives and action steps to build optimal health, create aligned wealth, and connect to your higher self. And it starts, ladies, with a powerful mindset. So if you're enjoying this podcast, we need you to subscribe. We need you to share our episodes with a friend. And when you do, we can continue to bring you this amazing content. Now, without further delay, let's welcome Ben Ye. Today, we welcome to our podcast, Ben Yay. Thank Woo-hoo. you so much for being here today, Ben. <laughs> We're happy to have you.
0: It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Yeah, can I just great. give a shout out? Hey, ladies, there's a fella in the house. Fella in <laughs> the <Yeah>. house today. <laughs> yes, love that man. And interview. he is
1: going to share some wisdom, ladies, because he is. You know, you've had a fascinating journey, Ben. You have you started a career in real estate, as I understand, and you've made the leap into the space where you're now a business and transformation coach and the serial entrepreneur. So I would really love to know what drew you to this space of being a serial entrepreneur and what set you on that journey?
0: Yeah, great question. Okay, so let me say it this way so right now i'm in the third chapter of my career my mm-hmm. first chapter started as a real estate hospitality consultant and so did that for about 4 years and all that means is that i lived out of a suitcase pretty much for 4 years right so it depends on <laughs> right. when, sometimes i'll forget what time zone i'm in but in doing that It was the day before Christmas in 2008. Mm. I remember getting a call the night before asking for early meeting in the office, driving into downtown LA, and then getting laid off that day. Ah. I was like, oh, all right. Well, that Mm -hmm. was a whole host of emotions (laughs) that I went through for the following couple of weeks. But, you know, what's always interesting is when a door closes, another one usually opens up if you just know mm-hmm. where to look, right?
3: Yes,
0: And sure. And having that said, I had an amazing, amazing opportunity to work as a investment officer for a family office. Now, family office is just a fancy term for investment team. Usually it's for high net worth individuals, families that have either built or sold their businesses for a lot of sum of money. And then now they're just reinvesting that money to to grow their their capital. Mm
3: -hmm. And so
0: the principals I worked for were founders of a restaurant group. And Mm. that's when I started my second chapter. So in that second chapter, and I was there for seven years, all the money they generated in a restaurant group, we invested on their behalf. And because my background was predominantly real estate, We would look at apartments, uh, office buildings, retail centers to purchase. But because of how much money they made, a lot of people knocked on the door asking, hey, do you want to invest in this startup? Do you want to invest in this private Mm -hmm. equity fund? Do you want to invest in stem cell research? Do you want to invest in entertainment industry? I mean, literally anything you name under the sun. Because just to put into context, the seven years I was there, I invested well over a billion dollars for them. Our team. It's a lot of money, right? That's a lot lot of of bread. It's a lot of bread. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of bread, yeah. bread and butter. <laughs> and, and as you can imagine, we I saw everything under the sun, right? Half of my life was in real estate. Other half was all this, what we call alternative investments. So I got to see in bird's eye view, anywhere from a paper idea to a startup to a small team, anywhere from zero to a billion. Mm. And all the different stages. And at the time, I'll say in that second chapter, I was very much... Left brain, very much hundred percent logic base. My yeah. belief, core belief system was seen as believing. Mm. I had to show me the data, I had to see it to believe it. I lived in that space, right? Yeah. I mean, I my family is Buddhist, but I'm I wouldn't say I'm a daily practitioner, right? So I had some elements of spirituality, but frankly speaking, I was a very left-brained person mm-hmm. at the time. Now, in the course of seven years. Also very blessed to meet my wife, right? We were hmm. technically different companies because it's, uh, I was a family office. She was in the restaurant group, but met my, my my wife, we got married and it was in the middle of the second chapter when our son was born. And so when I was on maternity leave, I was forced to turn off my BlackBerry. Though I had no incoming emails for that first week, when uh, first month that I was yeah, on maternity leave. It was Magic. magical. And you're because still
1: alive. So you're still alive.
0: <laughs> right.
2: The world didn't stop spinning. I'm so good. right.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it well, it sort of did because you had to kind of recalibrate, right? But yeah. it was it was a blessing because I, I was forced to unplug. Right. Yeah. And so I was very blessed to spend time with my wife, with my new son. And two weeks into it, I remember one of the nights I was laying in bed next to my wife, and then it was. It was dark and I was staring up in the ceiling. And I had this vision come in. And the vision I had was this house with the front yard. My wife and I were there. Two kids were running around. I knew this was a vision of the future because at the time I was still living in an apartment and we just had our first child.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was a vision of the future. But what was very puzzling for me, and that's why you know your 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 podcast name of Dear Midlife kind of resonates with this is that it was very puzzling for me. was even though I've seen this vision play out on the inside, I felt empty. Wow. Mm. What? Well, I thought this was what I aspire to. I thought this is what right. happiness means. Yeah. Why do I not feel happy inside? Mm. Why do I feel this gap? What's going on?
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And, and it wasn't until, you know, I re- I dug deeper And what I came to realize was that the path that I was on was a path that my soul did not want to be on.
3: Mm. Mm -mm.
0: It was a path designed by society, by my culture, Mm. by my parents. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a path that I wanted to be on.
2: My God.
0: And coming to that realization, it's like, what the hell do I do with that? right <laughs> right because like,
2: i right? gotta feed the babies now <laughs> right what?
0: i i you know if my aspirations in life was to be working for a billionaire company and be an investment officer like this is it there's no right. better place to be but something was telling me that this isn't the path that i wanted to mm. be on yeah. but i didn't understand what to do with that I felt stuck.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like that the why became clear, but it's like how? What? Then the how. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Where do you go from here?
0: Where do I go from here? Now, now, through through this journey, and I'm very thankful for our principals being so proactive about self-development. You know, we my wife and I have both taken Tony Robbins, Lamar Education. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of self development work.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: At the same time, we got introduced to what's theta healing what's reiki healing what's this energy work right and that's when we you know i'm very blessed when i look back that we both started our spiritual journey together in this and it wasn't until a few years later after having that vision i was like you know if i want to take that leap of faith and to figure out what it is that my soul wants to wants to create I had to create space for myself I have to unplug from this current path this default future and and so that's when you know I wanted to make sure the team was transitioned well so you know a six-week notice turned to six months like look let's get to make sure you have the right team because I, I really adored the principles I worked for and I had so many things to be thankful for but I just knew in my heart uh, this, this, this isn't meant for me because the road I was on as an investment officer, as you can imagine, money is at the time, my belief money is just ones and zeros. Yeah. I wanted my life to be more meaningful mm-hmm. than that. Right. I didn't understand then that money was energy. I didn't understand mm-hmm. what that meant yet. I didn't understand. Ooh, what that I meant love
2: anymore. this topic.
0: Okay. But then, then that's when I, when I left and my wife left around the same time, that's when I embarked on my third chapter, which is what I am now. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, in this third chapter, I have started different businesses with different partners. You know, depending on which chapter you knew me, people know me as a real estate guy, people know me as an investment guy. But I just knew my wife was telling me, you know, what brings you joy is whenever you coach people. She saw that because when I invest in different companies, I have money riding with them. I want mm-hmm. you to succeed. Right. Yeah, so I'm talking to CEOs. Right. I'm talking yeah. to a C-suite team. Like, look, I, whatever I can do to add value because I want you to be successful, I will. But right. most conversations, they're more geared towards, well, what's your KPIs? What's your key performance indicators? What's your scorecard? What's your numbers? And it's like, right. mm-hmm. I always had more of a holistic perspective. But but my wife being intuitive in as she is, it's like, she's absolutely right. Like I mm-hmm. felt alive on coaching people when I could inspire them for those transformations. And so- recently a, a turns of events and it's funny how it takes certain life events when there's birth or death right certain life events where it gives you pause and reevaluating what's the priorities in life do you yeah. know you know what i mean when i say that oh we do okay and and what happened for me was my uncle that was like you know he was the cool uncle where if they had to ever you know talk to someone, he will be there with no judgment, right? I mean he was he was like a rock to me, and he he passed away during the pandemic. It was the end of 2020, and their three sons asked me to be the m c for the funeral mm. on their behalf and And it was an honor to 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 represent them in that way. But I remember after being an m c at that funeral, coming home it was late at night, probably like around close to midnight. I'm on Excel spreadsheet doing another pro forma for a real estate deal. And then I just came to this realization where I'm like, I'm done with Excel. (laughs) I can't, this brings me no joy, right? (laughs) Life is so short. Why not do something that just brings you joy? Mm -hmm. All right. I really, I really have to listen in more on my, you know, in my, I didn't understand again, but my intuition. And so my wife being intuitive, she's like, look, you should really think about coaching. Now, what type of coaching? Because before my first iteration, I was like, you know, I wanted to bring elements of Tony Robbins to elements of Warren Buffett because my whole <laughs> life was investing. But how do you do it more in a, in a more aligned way? And I had I had a website, blog post I already created. I was about to, you know, publish. But then when I reflect back on, because my spiritual journey has was elevating throughout the years, it's like, okay, what what kind of coaching do I want to do? mind, body, soul needs to be in balance. When it's not in balance and when it's out of whack, somehow the outer world, your, your reality you live in also also becomes out of whack. So how do I how do I bring that balance? And that's when I had this intention of idea of like, you know, let me just create a podcast, a show where when I look back at my early 30s, when I had that vision, having my son and I felt stuck, what can I say to him mm. to help them feel unstuck? What tools and things can I share so that they know how to process those feelings of stuckness to be able to operate and then figure out this funny world that we live in and this life that you have in terms of what is your purpose? How did you get in alignment and et cetera?
2: Oh my gosh, that is so awesome.
0: Yeah. And so that, that was the birth of, of Boom Vision which is really, you know, it's, it's about health. It's about wealth. It's about higher self. It's how do you live a enriching life physically, mentally, spiritually? Cause it's all interconnected. I know we hear that, but what does that mean? And we can dive into that, but yeah, that's a long way of just sharing kind of, you know, how I got into my third chapter and why it is that I do what I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That thank you so much for sharing that story. There is so much goodness in the story that you've just shared that I think we definitely need to unpack. And so sure. a couple of things that I've heard you say that I'm really eager to kind of get a better understanding. One thing was that all of these things health, wealth, higher, higher self, self, they are yeah. inter- interconnected to yes. one another. Yes. So Tell us more your perception about that, in one other phrase that you used, and you just sort of mentioned it in passing. But you said mm. money is energy, oh, and yeah. so yeah. I want to dive into this idea that of went. how these things are. yet yeah. <laughs> yeah, how these things are interconnected. Yes, and how you help your clients unpack these feelings to get to this place
3: mm. of health,
1: wealth, higher self and get beyond this sticking point because that's what we are all struggling with is we are here we are stuck we feel like you felt we aren't in alignment we don't know who we want to be when we grow up but we don't know what to do about it
0: Mm. so take
1: us there if you can
0: absolutely okay so let's see um so, so, well, let's start with the money topic, right? Okay. Uh, so, let's start with that so <laughs> since you since you guys brought that up. I, I have a, I have a feeling I'm sensing yeah. that it's on the top of your mind. Feel <laughs> so so my yeah,
2: energy just I coming. I definitely through. feel the energy.
0: I, and by the way, in this work, I didn't realize how much of an empath I was, and that's oh. that's another thing about it. I never activated. It's 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 the thing about without knowing if you're if you're an empath or not, but when you are, it's like. Imagine driving and you have this dashboard in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you've got this blinking orange light on. It's like, it's not even check engine. You don't know what that is, right? But it's blinking. What is that? If you don't understand how to feel through it, you just dismiss it. I yeah. was like that when I used to live in the whole left brain, 100% logic. Like, what is this? I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it. I didn't activate it. But as I got into it, into that rabbit hole, it's like, holy cow. And understanding that I got a better sense Of the definition of what it means by energy like there's Mm. there's a and i'll start with this with the albert einstein quote which is energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be transformed from one form Mm. to another Mm. energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be transformed from one form to another that's an albert einstein quote now Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll you'll understand why i'm starting off with that quote so talking about money so the best way I could describe it is this. And disclaimer, I'm not condoning gambling. So
1: I just want to say that. Just want to say that.
0: But um, when
1: we say money is energy, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so I just like want to
0: preface it by saying that. Have you have you both ever played blackjack?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Sure. Okay. 21, right? Yeah. So if you're if you're at a casino, you're playing blackjack, and let's say you're playing at uh, like a five-dollar minimum. And you're pulling, you know, $20, $50, $100, whatever it may be. Right. For some folks, $5, that's a lot of money. Right. And, um, but some people it might not. And for the right. folks that, and for the folks that don't feel that's a lot of money I'm like, okay, Hey, can we just take a little detour here? Let me pull you aside. And why don't we just go into the um, high limit table and mm-hmm. let's bet a $500 hand. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? Like, actually, how would you feel if you, if you were to do that?
2: I would feel exhilarated, like, like that.
1: I'd be like, let's go. Let's go, right? Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That's interesting that you say that because I feel like I might feel the opposite. And I've done this before. We were Hmm. a collective group of us that contributed money to like a really large
0: one hand or something.
1: Yeah. yeah, Mm $2,000 at the roulette wheel. And, you know, we each had contributed our own significant portion of that. And yeah, you're sitting there with this anxiety. At least I was, you know, waiting to see what the outcome is. Mm -hmm. Got
0: it. So you're feeling something. Is that fair to say? Okay. Okay, So, so, so for Trinity and for Shelby, when you're saying you feel the exhilaration, you're feeling that anxiety, where do you feel it actually in your body? I'm just curious.
1: Um, a me center space near the center heart, space, kind heart, of between chakra, heart and stomach.
0: Chest is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah,
1: I think probably for me it's usually in my either my throat or it's my stomach, like the part of my stomach.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. Now, why I'm asking these questions is because what I'll then say, you know, if it was you both or whoever I'm bringing there, it's like, huh, that's really interesting. Why are you feeling different when that chip? Right. Weighs is the same. It's still five grams. It's a different color.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not anything different, right? It's it's from red to white. It's a different color, but why are you feeling different? Now here's why. So some people might feel money is just like a resource. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and what are, what are some natural resources we need as a human being? We, we need water and we need air, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, where do we intake and store water we'll probably uh we'll probably ingest water through our mouth we'll go down to our stomach and then it kind of dissipates through our body right so we store it in our Mm -hmm. stomach how about air oxygen we intake it through our nose or mouth goes down to our lungs that's where we store it and then we sort of dissipate through our body right Mm -hmm. where do we store money
3: Mm. it's
0: in Mm -hmm. our mind interesting we store money in our mind. Mm-hmm. So why do I say that? It's because what you're feeling with exhilaration and anxiety, right? That energy of money is your association with the word money because that plastic chip didn't weigh any different. It's not like it's a gold bar. Yeah. But it's what your mind is doing as a gatekeep in terms of how it's processing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right?
0: And depending on your association with money... And how, what is your, you know, I call it the spiritual money container. How mm-hmm. big and expansive is it that you can visualize within yourself and how in your current relationship with money?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Is it expansive, or is it small as a teacup? Is it a water jug or is it the Hoover Dam? Yeah. And depending on your level of your inner container of how you store metaphorically money in your mind, Mm-hmm. That will drive different actions in your association and reaction to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Does
0: that make sense so far?
1: Absolutely, It makes yes. perfect sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Great, great. Okay, so so that just scratches the surface on, on on money, but but what I've what I've learned when I coach people is the words we use have energy. Yeah. Right. The words we use have energy, and so when I listen to people, and this is where didn't realize how much of an impact that was how it got activated is i listen to people's words and that gives me a glimpse energetically of where they're at so if they're metaphorically if they're envisioning in life in business in a career they want to run the boston marathon they want to do the iron man right but the words they're using is at the 5k level well
3: mm-hmm.
0: oh, wait a minute why are you anchored in a 5k level when you're aspiring to run a marathon? Mm -hmm. What's the limiting beliefs or the beliefs that you have that's anchoring you at the 5k level? What can we do to replace and upgrade those limiting beliefs so that you then start using 10k using half marathon and ultimately getting to marathon level? Because what we're experiencing life right now is really a byproduct of what's going on in our internal minds. Yes, And when I Connected to dots and understanding that that's what I how I coach is okay, where is it that you want to aspire to? Maybe you don't know you, maybe it is the direction and stuff that you want. But but let's say if you didn't want, you do know what direction you want, then are you with the right mindset and with right actions you're taking in alignment of getting there? Because if you want to ultimately do a marathon, then you're gonna to have to start training up.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
0: gonna to have to start using the languages and the actions that you want to take, right? Mm-hmm. Does that does that make sense so far? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Beautiful. Okay. So it starts with the inner world, right? And so I'm sort of, de- I'm sort of like uh, unpacking really, you know, the Boom Vision show is that it's mind, body, and soul, but it starts with the mind. And, and I feel like I, these are downloads that came to me because what I realized, okay, well, then your inner world matters because that's what's amplified to your outer reality. Then how do you start exercising that so-called inner gym? Mm-hmm. Right. We, if we want to work on our core bodies, we want to work on our stamina. We know what all the physical exercises are, right? But what's the energy? What's the, what's the inner dumbbells or exercises you can do to expand your inner world? And I boiled it down to three, what I call the three core pillars, which is it's your imagination, it's your voice, and it's your intuition. What does that mean? Imagination is what you see mentally, internally. Your voice or your inner voice is what you hear internally. Your intuition is what you feel internally. What you mm-hmm. see, what you hear, what you feel completely creates your inner world that then gets amplified your outer reality. So if you know how to exercise your imagination, if you know how to recalibrate and upgrade your inner voice, if you know how to start feeling and letting your intuition guide you, man. That's that's one big stepping stone where you might feel when you feel stuck, everything might feel like a giant leap of faith. Yeah. With just different perspectives, maybe it's just a jump of faith. Doesn't look as like, doesn't sound scary anymore, right? If it's just a jump. And then with yeah. further discussion with the right coach or with the right mentor, just perspective. Maybe it's just a step of faith. And if it's just a step of faith, that doesn't seem that scary anymore, then you're more likely to increase your chance of taking that step.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is one of those imagination, voice, or intuition? Does one play more effectively in the space of um, tuning your energy higher
3: or mm. tuning your
2: manifestation higher? Is there one that has a, a deeper? Yeah. Kind of
0: okay. I feel like we're going to a different different rabbit hole here. Yeah, so, manifestation. We do the whole. I love it. No, no, no. I love it. So it's it's all interconnected because, as you can imagine, right? The the metaphor I share is: imagine driving a car with your eyes closed, music blaring loudly, that you can't hear noises from the outside, and you can't sense how hard you're stepping on the gas pedal.
3: Mm.
0: It just sounds like a recipe for disaster, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. But but a car is no different than you know a business or a career is is your vehicle your physical body is your car the driver is really your mind right there's a lot of ways you can use that car analogy in terms of peeling back the onion of what that metaphorically would mean and and why it's important to have an expansive imagination is are you imagining on an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper or is the entire world your canvas. How mm-hmm. expansive is it? How big is your windshield of your car? Do you have mm-hmm. a big blind spot or not? Your imagination is going to let you, allow you to understand what's your, in, your inner boundaries of what is possible. Okay. What's your voice? What's your inner voice? Your inner voice is just an output of whatever program you have on your subconscious. The way, the way I break it down is I call it SOS, subconscious operating system. So what does that mean? Studies have shown that 5% of our day is run in a conscious mind, right? Mm-hmm. 95% of it is run by our subconscious. And, and the example I gave about being on autopilot, it's like I have this route where I drop off the kids in the morning and and I drive it day in, day out. So that's ingrained as my autopilot, right? But on a weekend, mm-hmm. if I want to go to the farmer's market, I go to the same intersection, but I'm supposed to make a right instead of a left. But if I'm heavy in thought or in thinking about something, if I naturally let my body go on autopilot, I'm going to make it left as if I'm yeah. going to school. And then yeah. my kids and I will call me out saying, dad, are you on autopilot? It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you <laughs> right. turn all that stuff. Right. We don't, I mean, that's how much our life runs on autopilot when we're not even aware of, yeah. and I want to bring more awareness because our voice is just simply an output of that. Uh, Dr. Bruce Limpton, right. Has said from year zero to seven, you hear Basically, more no's than yes. Two more no's for everyone, yes.
3: Really?
0: And, and depending on your culture, depending on your upbringing, that percentage might even be higher. So here's a case in point. My son, when he first started walking, he was like a little tank. He would find all the corners in the house, right? And we had to put mm-hmm. these like bumper stickers on just to make sure he doesn't hurt himself and mm-hmm. vice versa. And there's one time where he's about to bonk his head on the corner. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Wait a minute. Within a span of one second, I said five no. I didn't even say a yes. Oh, wow. Think of how many times you say a no to a kid versus a yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, why is it that most people think the world is half empty rather than half full?
2: That's right.
0: It's because the language we've been downloading and absorbing as a kid, input, input, input. If it's two more no's than one yes, I said five no's without even saying a
3: yes. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> right? It made me more aware. and I got to be really careful what I say around my kids. Mm. And so your inner voice, are you your worst critic or are you your best cheerleader? Mm. And whatever the answer is, to have the awareness without judgment, it's just an output of the downloads you have. Those programs you had from 07, those are all downloaded to your SOS, your subconscious operating system. It's that internal hard drive. And mm-hmm. when it's running autopilot, you're going to have a certain voice in your head that is either going to be Debbie Downer or your best cheerleader. Right. Right. Now, that's the voice. Now, what is intuition? Okay. That's a, a, also a very big topic. But the way I describe intuition simply, everyone has it, is I call it the soul GPS. Okay. It's your internal guidance system to just let you know, Trinity, are you on the right track or doing your course correct?
2: Right.
0: That's it. Right. So if you think about, you know, with depending on if you use Waze app or Google maps or whatever, maybe any any kind of Apple. like GPS. I'm an Apple girl. Apple girl. All right. So if you're using like, you know, app, you know uh, the, uh, Apple maps, then uh, are you going on the right track or are you course correct?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And what is the language that your intuition is trying to communicate with you. If you've never exercised it, you might not know. And so another metaphor example might be that, um, let's say if you spoke English all your life, and all of a sudden you hear this intuitive voice saying, snow, what, what does that mean? Snow, uh, okay. okay, dismiss. And later on something, and a couple of days later, you get another, you hear it again, snow. What does that? What does that mean? Well, do you... But then, if you calm your mind and realize actually it's jumbled up, it's trying to tell you see or no. It's trying to say Spanish to you.
3: Mm-hmm. But if you
0: jumble it, see or no, snow, mm-hmm. oh, my intuition is that's how it's trying to communicate with me. Then you bring more awareness to it. Now, for everyone, it's going to be different. Sometimes you might hear auditory, sometimes you might see visions. Sometimes yeah. it might feel it in your body. Everyone's soul GPS is going to communicate you in a different way. Do you calm yourself and do you allow to at least understand and digest? How is it trying to communicate with you?
2: Ben Yay, this is where I fall down on the job, my brother. I do, I'm telling you, because I will get the intuition thing and it'll percolate yes. and I'm like, there's something going on. I'm feeling it, mm-hmm. I see it. And oh my God, there's a squirrel, let's go. and I'm off and like this whole people are like well Trinity you just need to go deep inside and meditate and get quiet and you can journal about it and I'm just I just want to die when they tell me these words because I know that I'm in a struggle with that Mm -hmm. but you were talking about visions I was like I want visions where's my vision I want the vision
0: it's i I'm really glad you're saying this, so so let me break that down and how I understand eternity, what you just shared, because meditation can come in different forms for different people. If you're telling me to sit cross legged for thirty minutes straight, I will be asleep within minute minute seven yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work exactly. for me, right but meditation is just simply being present and calming your mind and and i'll 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 give you an example right like do you do you guys say prayers? At all,
2: uh, when I'm fucking up really badly. Okay.
0: And this doesn't <laughs> have to be, and this doesn't have to be religious. But but let's say depending on what your belief system is, right, whether you're praying to God, universe, you know, higher self, yeah. spirit guys, yeah, whatever definitely. it may be, whatever the guts okay. right, whatever it may be, imagine. Being in, a, in an auditorium with like four hundred kids right you're you're back in elementary school, you've got all these kids, right? you got this you know assembly right and you got you get to you know chat with your friends and it's loud, it's getting louder, right and then you have this one teacher sitting on on stage with the mic and is trying to trying to listen to you and let's say you're sitting in the far back and and you want to tell the teacher something, so you're yelling across the auditorium, but you've got two hundred ninety nine other kids that are all just saying that, right mm-hmm. okay imagine you're trying to say a prayer to God, but you've got 10,000 thoughts running right to your mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That is no different than being in an auditorium with 9,999 other kids around. Wait, what thought is it that you want to pray to God? Right. To universe. And so, and so the thing about meditation, the way I would describe to people is, because some people struggle really trying to calm themselves and meditate. But then i'll I'll then revert the question back to them because it's, it's funny I'll, I'll do a quick side story my I, my son we recently had a parent teacher conference and and, and it's, it's just we we ha- were so grateful and blessed to have the teacher that we have for our, for our son and she was saying like you know right now they're in their age they're learning to read because once you learn to read, then you're reading to learn
3: right mm-hmm.
0: you learn okay. to read, then you're reading to learn. That's the thing people, I think, that if they don't understand the essence of meditation miss, is that you're learning to meditate so that you can meditate to then learn about yourself.
2: I dig that a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you know why you're doing it now, it gives us a different sense of purpose of why is it about quiet in mind? If I want my prayers to manifest, how come I'm not manifesting what I'm praying? I'm praying your God every day. What's going on, Right. Well, wait, do you also have 299 kids? Do you have 9,000? Do you have other kids in a room? Or did you quiet the mind to get clarity on, wait, that's this is what I want. Right. Do you learn to meditate so that then you can meditate to learn about I yourself?
1: I love that. Is I like that-, that. And so I am with Trinity where it is hard to quiet my mind, but then I, I have those moments as well where you have these moments of inspiration. And then what happens is I have that moment of inspiration and I know the clarity. I have the vision. And then it's like, I don't move forward Mm. and there is something that's causing me to not move toward that vision. It's like, I can see the light. I know where I'm going and you know, and we could make up excuses. We could say, oh, we're so, 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 so busy. I just, I am a single mom. I have my children and all these other responsibilities and we make it these excuses for moving forward. But really putting that first foot forward is the hardest to get to the vision. So then I also want to know how then, if we can get quiet and we can see what we want, how do we get there? How do we get beyond the stuck
0: What's mm. stopping
1: us or standing in our way?
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be different for everyone, but what I'll say is, and I agree with you, it's usually that first step that is the hardest to gain that momentum, right? Inspiration and, and motivation is great, but it's fleeting. It gets you started. But how are you going to really cross the finish line is going to take discipline, right? And so what I would say to that, to you know, if you have those sparks of inspiration. And you want to take that first step, and you take that first step, but you don't know where to step into. Is first allow yourself to understand well what brings me joy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, here's how I break it down in a mental exercise because I actually did this for for a friend of mine last month. Is you can have all the outer success, but how do you how do you find that internal happiness? How do you how do you lean in on that? So. the exercise I I am sharing with her is imagine if you close your eyes and you envision the house that you're in and you're inside your house, it could be the house that you're currently living in. It could be the house that you lived in as childhood, or it could be a new house or your dream house, whatever it is, just you're in your own house in your mind. And, and my question is, do you have windows? Is your Mm -hmm. front door open? Do you let the air in? Do you let sunlight in? Mm -hmm. And if it feels dark, if it feels quiet but there's no sunlight coming in then that would give me an indication where okay that would be consistent to why you're not allowing happiness because happiness is just like sun it's just like the sun rays in do you ever give moments of do you ever carve out moments of your life where you do something that brings you absolute joy it doesn't have to necessarily be work related but just something where it's me time and letting the light into your house because if you do, how are you going to find your purpose in complete darkness?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So the first step really is do you allow some light in? And metaphorically, mm-hmm. it really means do you do things that bring you joy that gives me time? And it doesn't mean to like just like, you know, binge watch on Netflix or anything like that, right? But right. but it's but it's really just, you no, know, this brings me joy. There's a difference between decompressing and joy, right? Mm-hmm but something that brings you joy because when you're able to be in that energy of joy, that's a different frequency. That's a different level. Then in that flow, other inspiration spark might happen. That's when you're able to, that's when your imagination is a little bit more palatable that you can start stretching things.
1: Hmm.
0: Does that, Mm -hmm. does that help in terms of a, of a first step?
1: Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of spending more time in joy and I definitely agree with you that that, in that space, that you can, I think, maybe have fewer inhibitions that stop you when you're in this space of joy and contentedness. And then maybe you, you perceive fewer obstacles to moving forward toward what it is that you are, are hoping for. Is, is that sort of what you're saying?
0: It's, so this is where, this is where the earlier comment that everything's interconnected Mm -hmm. comes into play because what I'm trying to help people do is just visualize first. So it's really activating their imagination. But Mm. this is where also at what point is your output, your inner voice is calibrated at? Is it a lot of negativity? Is it more like, no, that's not you. That's not you Shelby. That's not you Trinity, right? Do, Do you have that inner critic that usually says that more than no Shelby, this is you this can be you trinity you are this right like are you your best cheerleader or are you your worst critic and so with the inner voice it's just catching yourself how many more no's and yes do you say in just one day mm-hmm. and then when you can just mm-hmm. jot that down and be like oh my gosh it is more no's than yes and knowing that then how can we reframe it doesn't mean to turn that frown to upside down right it isn't just going from negativity to you know instant positivity because that's not necessarily healthy depending on honoring what it is that you're feeling right now. Mm -hmm. But the inner voice, you can go from negativity to neutral. Yeah, Go from negativity to neutral as a stepping stone, then from neutrality, then go from there to positivity. It could be breaking down to different simple steps. It doesn't have to be so abrupt because Mm -hmm. then it won't be lasting, right? But that inner voice, if you feel stuck, is do you say more of I can versus I can't? Because that will probably give you an idea of, wow, maybe my inner world is so confined because I never even allow myself the space to see what's even possible. Mm-hmm. And this is where my belief now of believing is seen. I didn't understand what that meant before. If you told me that 10 years ago, that would just flew over my head, right? Because mm-hmm. I love very much in seen as believing, showing to dad that I not believe. But believing right. is, seen. if I believe I can do this, then I'm going to start asking different questions of Then How can I do?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The, the, the five words I always, I cringe when I hear it is when someone says it is what it is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If you start saying it is what it is, guess what? There's nothing said after that.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If
0: you're saying, why can't it be that? If you start asking questions, then your inner voice, you're, you're saying, Hey, you're you're acknowledging yourself. You've got me this far. I want to acknowledge you, but you know what? It's okay. Why don't don't you just sit down on a bench and I got this. And you just let new language come in saying that you can do it. Well, then that will prompt you to take that step rather than still feeling stuck and not taking that step. It's a higher chance. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Right. And, and, and the intuition part, you know, how many times where the numbers, the, 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 the pitch deck, everything's like, look, it looks good. Like, yeah, the data says it, it's like that, but yeah. something like that's like, uh,
3: don't know, right. Right? I don't know. Right. Something's all right. I
0: don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't feel it. Yep. right? I'm like, yeah, it's like orange blinking light. No, I don't know. What oh, that, that is
2: important. me every day. Right? Then. But, every but you day. Know,
0: so what I do now, and I've started doing this with my kids. Right. I, cause I didn't have this language as a, as a child. So when, when I'm driving or going somewhere, I'll ask my kids, like, hey, what what does your intuition say we should go? I'm Ooh. not even putting in my GPS to get there. We're going to it on a play date. Where does the intuition say? You've been there before, right? Yeah. Just tell me, tell me where to go. I'm going to go. What, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. And, I, and, and my son would be directing me. He's right. And I was like, yeah. I think it's here, but I don't know. I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, if we have to do U-turn, it's not, it's not I want you to practice. And it's like, hey, I think I went too far. It's like, really? Okay, then I put on my GPS. Oh my God, we didn't go too far. So I, I went too far, you know, two blocks over. But it's like, oh, he's starting to learn to tap in on the intuition. Mm-hmm. Because if my intuition is telling me, make it right or whatever it is, if, as long as I'm not going to be in harm's way, I'm just going to do it without my left brain processing and activating and telling you, no, what, all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. It takes practice. It takes mm. practice. But if you, 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 where you put your focus on, your energy flows, right? So do you want to strengthen your intuition or do you still want to strengthen what society has been telling you to strengthen, which is your logic mind?
2: And it feels like such a fun and adventurous way to live
0: life. It is. But I recognize it's also not easy for folks if they've never practiced that muscle. Yeah. Everyone has it, but you just have to understand what, how does it want to communicate with you? It's, yeah. it's, it is different for everyone.
2: Oh, I love that. Shelby, yeah. I'm not going to answer any more of your questions. I'm just going to say, <laughs> what is your intuition telling you right now? Right. <laughs> 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 From here.
0: And and just lean in. Is it is it, do you get a vision? Do you feel it? You know, and, and the thing is, you know, the exercise I, I share in my show is just start something easy. Yes. Like, you don't want to make a life decision on, is this my life partner, right? Or do I go with this? It's like, hey, look, do I, do, I t- well, do I go with vendor A or vendor B? Do I just yeah. close my eyes? I put the two pieces of paper and it's like, which one just seems brighter?
3: Mm-hmm. Is it vision
0: that's t- showing me or do I get a tingly feeling on more? Like, You just have to start trying it and you just try it. And it might if the answer doesn't come to you immediately, that's okay. It might come later on, next day or day after, but you have to start mm-hmm. practicing it in order to activate it.
2: Yeah, great advice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like the gears are turning right now. I know. I but
2: see.
1: Shelby, yes, gears, it's totally, it's a, lot to, it's it a lot to process. It's a lot right to process. So,
0: now. so let me, as you're processing, Shelby, and let me let me share this. Mm-hmm. Now, I the inner world is imagination, voice, intuition, but you have to also work on your outer world in conjunction. And what I mean by that, you can spend hours and days and reprogram your inner voice. Okay, now I am my best cheerleader. It took a long time to get here, but now I'm going to cheer myself on. I'm, I know I can. I can do it. But if you surround yourself with friends that know your old you and keep saying, that's not you, Trinity. That's not you, Shelley," right? If you're surrounded with a lot of Debbie Downers, that conflicting forces is not going to really help you, Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by the outer world, the three elements you can work on the outer world, it's your soil, your water, and your sun, your soil, mm-hmm. your water, sun. And so what does that mean? The soil is the environment you are rooted in. Is your family, friends, your inner circle, is your soil nurturing your growth or depleting your energy?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Be mindful how you cultivate your soil because that's going to impact as you're still working on your inner voice. Okay. Okay. The water, are you watering your mind on a daily basis? It could just be reading one page in a book. It could be listening to Dear Midlife every day. It could be listening to your favorite, whatever it is. Are you watering your mind daily so that it can help you expand your imagination, right? And then the sun, where do you get your joy from? Your sun rays, are you doing something consistently it doesn't have to be daily it'd be great if it's daily but it could be weekly but do you carve yourself time to do something that just brings you joy is it just walking out in nature is it just breathing fresh air whatever it is those moments Mm -hmm. by doing that yourself setting healthy boundaries within yourself saying i am a priority in my life Mm -hmm. you have to do those three things on an external world in conjunction with the inner world because the magic happens in the middle If you don't, if you only work on your inner world, but then your outer world is still status quo, Mm -hmm. then you're always going to hit that roadblock. So that's what I mean. Everything's interconnected. You have to work on all the different facets because everyone's calibration is going to be different for depending on what you've experienced in life.
1: Yeah. Does that help? It does help because even I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, if I'm taking one step toward a long-term vision or goal then, I mean, maybe the first step is really just getting these things in alignment, right? Getting my, you know, finding space and time for joy, finding a different circle of friends that elevates who I am as an individual and just I'm not offended being at in that all. space, right? <laughs> I kind of stop hanging around with this kind of trash. No, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Um, But right, like then, then if you are spending your time with the different Caliber of people, or a different, or in a different environment, for example, then that can potentially be a catalyst for new ideas, new levels of energy, uh, you yeah. know, different perspectives, and 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 growth and knowledge. So, yeah, I can totally see how even just having these pillars or the inner world, outer world picture, like having those in alignment can even just, and if they're not in alignment, that is your initial first step to just moving forward. Yeah. And so maybe that's where I'm at. Maybe that's where I am currently and maybe why I'm not moving toward my desired mm. outcome is one of those things is potentially out of alignment. So how do you discover which of those things is not serving you or is misaligned?
0: Um. Well, it's, there's there's a lot we can, can go into on on that question i i would say that it's first practicing the ability to calm yourself down and this is where why meditating is important it doesn't have to be long it could just be yeah. one minute right and, yeah. and, and i actually have action steps i can share with you for your audience too yeah that, what, um, what are I also prepare but um it's it's like having a morning ritual it's having a mm-hmm. a Something to set and reframe the intention where you want to create for that day, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I share on my show, I believe it's like episode fifteen is um it's four simple steps of a morning ritual, and the the first step is calming yourself. That could be going for a morning jog, that could be sitting still, that could just be breath work. And what I have as a free download for your for your listeners is just a one minute breath work exercise where I'm just mm-hmm. guiding you to just breathe in. And breathe out. I play that when I drop off my kids, going back down. You know, I'm I'm just I have that 15 minutes of Zen before I get home, but Mm. just one minute of breathing in, breathing out. And by doing that, you're allowing what I'm calling the wind tunnel. The thoughts just gently float to the ground, because then you're giving space for clarity to come in. So, with that, what the first step of calming, calming your mind. The second step is setting your intentions, and a simple statement. You can create for yourself is my intentions for achieving x is y because it makes me feel z my intentions for setting for achieving x is y because it makes me feel z now it's simple but it's going to take some time for you to think about it because mm-hmm. why is it you want to achieve that goal what's the why behind it that's that's what you know i want to achieve x because of y By saying it out loud and by writing it it will give you that clarity. But Mm -hmm. the Z part is equally important, which is because it makes me feel Z. Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel positive? If it makes you feel negative, maybe it's not something you want to do because it's not something your soul wants. But if it makes you feel positive by writing that simple declaration and saying it out loud, my intention for for achieving X is Y because it makes me feel Z, Mm -hmm. then in that feeling, that feeling you want, Listen to a song that raises your vibration to that energy that matches that feeling. Hmm. Do you want to feel more higher energy? Do you feel more lethargic? So you just need more energy boost in your life? Do you need high energy? Do you need to feel more confident? Do you need to feel more love or self worth? Whatever it is, I actually created three different playlists of Mm songs so that people can just take a look and see which song resonates with Mm -hmm. them. But listen to a song which is like less than five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. You just did a one minute breath breath work exercise. You set a statement, reason for achieving X is Y because it makes me feel Z. And then you just listen to a song that raises the same energy level of what it makes you feel in that Z statement, okay? Then the fourth and final step, really, really, really important, is then after finishing the song, you make a declaration. I am. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the early episodes you guys had, you guys went into this. So I love that. Mm -hmm. So why is I am important? I want you to declare out loud I am unstoppable. I am love. I am worthy. I am whatever fill in the blank X. And I think it was to, You were saying you'd use a noun versus adjective, right? So, whatever method it is, but why is I am important? I am I A M. I stands for intentions. A stands for the actions that back up the intentions. M stands for manifestation. What I put my intentions to. When I declare I'm taking actions that match that intention, I manifest. Ooh. So by seeing
2: I'm just, I'm tripping off of that one. Cause that I am the queen of the, I am statement. And you yes. just put that intentions, actions, and it leads to manifestations. manifestations. Why I am is so powerful. That like literally exploded my brain all over yeah. the room.
0: And that's, thank you. that <laughs> You were saying that I, it, it's. I that's one of the reasons why I created my show is because I, I want to give tools. I want to give tools. And 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 this goes back to why sometimes people might feel stuck, Shelby, because you mm-hmm. you mentioned that a couple of times. It's like imagine all your life, imagine all your life, the only two mathematical functions you were ever taught is addition and subtraction. Mm. Imagine it was just addition and subtraction. And so if I ask you, Shelby, what is seven groups of six kids, right? Well, it's 6, mm-hmm. 12, 18, 24, 30, 36, 42. It's 42. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Then somewhere along the line, someone introduces magical thing called multiplication. What's 6 mm-hmm. times 7? Oh, it's 42. Wait, how, how did I get it that quick? What? Right. And and that's how I would say when you open your mind to spirituality, and this is where I love the Walt women quote, be curious, not judgmental. Hmm. Be curious not judgmental if you just open your eyes to what it means for me spirituality just means being able to tune in to your higher self and be in alignment and when you can start doing that you're downloading new equations you're downloading new functions and then things all of a sudden it's like Man, it felt like the world was always against me. But now it's like, whoa, how come things are starting to flow? What's this magical thing that I'm going through right now? Mm -hmm. Because you're aligned with, oh, this is the path I'm meant to be on. My soul GPS kept telling me to turn right. I just never listened. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, hey, I'm going to start tuning in to understand. My whole dashboard had all these functions I never knew. I just needed to go forward and back. And that's it. Hmm. But it's this life journey and there's so many layers i'm just hoping i know i threw a lot at you guys today but i'm just hoping to break down to certain steps of everyone's going to be in a different place but Mm -hmm. if you start asking different questions you will start getting different answers that can profoundly change the trajectory of your life it just starts with asking different questions
1: yeah i I really love that thank you i'm all in
0: yeah and so i'll uh I think I shared you the link of where you can get the free downloads of the one minute breath mm-hmm. work and then the three different playlists I curated. But it's just my website for slash thank you. So it's b e n j a m i n y e h dot hcom for slash thank you. Okay. And people can just sign up and they'll get access to those free downloads when it's out for a Boom Vision community.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much, Ben. It's been so much fun having you here with us to share your wisdom. I just love the flow of the conversation. And I'm confident that our listener has so much goodness to take away. Like, my brain is still processing all of the information because I feel like I just need to kind of sit in it and, like, let it consume me for a moment. Let it Um, marinate. It is so much. Yeah. Let it marinate.
0: It, sure. it is a lot. And I'll just say, if what I share today prompts you where you want to learn more, I mean, I literally break down each topic on on the solo mm-hmm. shows I have on the show. But my mm-hmm. intention really here is how do I best serve you guys and your audience on there's so much of the world and the rest of the universe, if are just areas that we don't know. So yeah. when we start yeah. asking questions to uncover that, then there's more we can learn. Because the more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. right and i'm still learning so that's why i keep saying i'm a stern i'm a student of life i'm still learning this Mm -hmm. but i'm just helping to. it's just that one more step if i can help bridge that gap there's there's so much we can we can uncover but um yeah no i'm so grateful to be here so thank you Mm -hmm. for allowing me to come on to your show and uh yeah if i can serve in any way please let me know
2: i'd love to have you back and let's go in and do some exercises and Start. Um, I don't know, just living more abundantly.
0: Yeah, there's okay. so there's so much yeah, you could play please. with. So yeah, I mean we could talk about yeah the money or even just directionally finding your soul partners. There's mm-hmm. so many we can do. I
2: so. am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. I'm there. I
0: am. And when you say it, I am. You know whatever that word is you want to fill yes. in. When you can feel it. Okay. If there's one parting thing I want to say. This is why feeling it is really important, okay? And and I think you guys will appreciate this because you mentioned manifestation. The one step people miss is they miss the third step, okay? I know I'll try to truncate this really quickly, but usually when people manifest, they visualize, they see it. I want a dream house. I want a dream job. I want a dream partner. Okay, I see it. And then once they see in their minds, it's like they just go, 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 go. They do, right? Yes. What they miss is they didn't feel through it. You saw it and you took action. You didn't feel through it. Now, why is feeling through important? Intuition is what did I say It's soul GPS. Imagine mm-hmm. pulling up your your, your iPhone. You put in the coordinates of what it is you want to go, and when you put in the coordinates, what happens? A pin drops and tells you where it is, right? So you see yeah. mm-hmm. So okay, got it, and you start driving. What did you miss? You didn't push the button to say directions.
3: Ah,
0: right. You just saw it, and you're like, oh, I got okay, got it, and you just start driving. You wait, you didn't, you didn't you didn't tell your soul to say now take me there and how does the soul know you have to feel it oh that's a feeling you want Mm -hmm. got it so you got to feel it to punch in the coordinates and then now your intuition saying okay now please take me there Mm. so i just want to stress how important that feeling is in this whole journey of it so Sorry, a little side track there, but yes. just wanted
1: no, to share. That. Oh, I, we love the sidetrack. That was yeah. perfect. That was a perfect way to draw all of this together in this beautiful package with the big bow on top. So th- thank you beautiful. so much.
0: Beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much.
1: All right. Oh my God, that conversation was completely—it—it it, it blew my mind. Honestly, I learned so much from Ben and let's just take a quick moment to recap some of the amazing nuggets of wisdom that he shared with us today. Number one, that phrase that will ring in your ears, understand that health, wealth, and higher self, baby, are all interconnected. Ben taught us also to focus on those three core pillars, imagination, which is what you see internally, voice is what you hear internally and intuition is that gut feeling what you feel internally and to get these that these get projected to your outer world and you have to work on your outer world as well in conjunction with the environment and that means that you have to uh you know that look at the environment that you're rooted in you have to water your mind quote unquote daily to expand your imagination and you've got to have sun. Where do you get your joy from and are you carving out time to do something that brings you moments of joy every day? These work together so that you can operate at a higher level. Number 3, realize energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed from one form to another. This is quote by Albert Einstein. And What Ben is trying to say here is that the way that you think about money or anything for that matter really just drives you to different actions and associated reactions. Money is energy is basically what it comes to. And if you want more, you have to change the language and the actions that you take when it comes to money. Four, adopt a simple morning ritual that includes one, calming your mind, two, setting your intentions, For the day, my intention for achieving X is Y because it will make me feel blank. And then listening to a song that will raise you up to your Z state energy. And then follow that by making an I am declaration. Remember, I, intentions. A, actions. M, manifestation. When I set my intentions toward a goal and take action, toward that goal I manifest I am so good and five consider the output that you received as a child Uh, how many more no's did you hear versus yeses five percent of your day remember this five percent of your day is run by our conscious mind and 95 percent is run by your subconscious mind or your sos as Ben calls it your subconscious operating system And I just want to ask you, girlfriend, what kind of input are you providing yourself now? Are you your worst enemy or your biggest cheerleader? And focus on that positive language and the yes in the world. And if you are loving this podcast and Mr. Beignet, please leave us a review, share us with a friend, and keep listening. We'll meet you right here next week in the middle.